everyone. Welcome to Autumn is Here. I am your host, Francine Crawford. Uh, today is this weekend is Mother's Day weekend, and we just want to talk to a few people about um, their stories about taking care of their mom and some people who have lost their mom. So we want to talk about it and just share um, what they've gone through, uh, the help that they needed, the help that they got. Everybody had a different situation. So uh, maybe there's something that relates to you or a possibility. You can think that maybe this might happen to me. So maybe I'll take some precautions or get some things in order or just people to share their story, their life story. We're, we're, we're going to talk about life here and um, some people who have lost their mom and they're dealing with that and the memory and they're keeping the memory alive because it's Mother's Day and they're going to celebrate without their mom, but they're still going to celebrate and um, share some memories with us. So um, we're grateful to do that this evening and happy Mother's Day to all mothers, whether you're an aunt, foster mother, godmother, grandmother, happy Mother's Day. We celebrate you today. Welcome to Autumn is Here. Today we have a guest, Deborah Robinson. She is here to share her story. She was a caretaker of her mom, and um, she wants to share some things that may help someone else out in the audience. Welcome, Deborah. Hi, how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Now I understand. I know that you um <laughs> I know that you have cared for your mom and um she's no longer with us but I know that Mother's Day is coming up. So I wanted to share some stories and, and just to, you know, to, um, I know that you're going to keep the memory alive. So we just wanted to share some stories. Maybe something can help someone else or touch somebody else. So we just want to do that today. So tell me a little bit about your mom. Hi. Well, first of all, I think this is a, a great way to honor her for Mother's oh. Day. You know, oh. that's, that's kind of nice. Um, and of course, it's a little different. This will be my the fourth Mother's Day without her um, in this okay. in this realm, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, my mom, uh, Delilah Lottie Chusack Robinson, beautiful lady. If you've ever met an angel, she would be one. <laughs> 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 very very sweet lady. I'm so. So grateful that I was allowed to come to this this place through her. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, awesome. Lady, she um she uh, came from she lived in uh, South Carolina. She's from uh, Florida, South Carolina, so Southern lady. And okay. uh, she uh, and my dad uh, married in 1956. Mm. Wow. And. Uh, soon as uh, I was born in August of the year that they were married. And as soon as I was strong enough and healthy, they moved to New York. Oh, okay. Okay. That's <laughs> how you got to New York. So can you tell me like at what point where was she um, declining and did she have um, illnesses or did she have um, dementia or anything like that? Um, you know, uh, this uh, dementia seemed to really kind of sneak up on everybody. Mm. Um, I didn't really uh, look at it as dementia. 
I just thought that just it was just some things about her routine that was a little off. Okay. You know, um, so it it wasn't like it was right in your face. Right. You know. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. You know, you know, some of her behaviors were a little different. Like, um, well, you know, we lived in the same house, so if it was a very nice warm day, I know my mother would open up the, you know, the big entry door and just have the screen door, you know, available to walk into the house. Right. And on this particular day in May, it was a very, very warm day. So I'm on my way home from work and I'm saying to myself, oh, I know my mom is probably, you know, you know, got the door open with the sun coming through and, you know, cause we're, starts to experience some nice spring weather and she will probably be out in the garden, you know, like getting her dirt ready. <laughs> but when I came home from work that day, you know, it's like the entire house was just closed up, you know, mm -hmm. curtains kind of drawn, you know. And when I walked in, I said, you know, hey mom, I, I thought I would see you outside in the garden or with the with the entry door open. And she wow. said, well, I just didn't really think to do that. Hmm. So I, I thought that was a little odd. You know? Right, right, right. Or I would, um, on my, you know, uh, many times on my way home from work, I would stop at the supermarket, you know, to get a few things for the house. And I uh, decided to call her one day to find out, hey, mom, do we need anything in the house? Do we need mm -hmm. any milk, any bread? And uh, she said, I don't know. Mm. I thought that was odd. I said, you, Ma, you don't know if we need any milk, bread, you know, right. eggs, anything. She's like, no, I, I don't know. Then you would think she would go to the refrigerator or right. <laughs> to the cabinet right. to check, and she didn't do that. Okay, she's a little confused. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, you know, in terms of making decisions, you know, simple decisions. Right, I, right. Right. Oh, that's just kind of odd. Right. So, and so, uh, an another example, like when it really hit me that something was wrong, um, sometimes on my way home from work, I would call my mom and have her meet me mm -hmm. at, at the bank or at the supermarket, and we would go there together. So I, you know, said, Mama, you know, I'll be, I'll be at, you know, at the bank at about 3.30. So you want to meet me at the bank and then we'll go shopping, you know. But she said, yeah, you know. So I arrive at the bank at 3.30. I go into the bank and I'm looking around and I don't see her. But when I continue to look, I notice I did see her. I didn't recognize her. Mm. It, because she just, it was the clothing she had on. Um, it was just so out of the ordinary, like the, the way the clothing uh, was coordinated. Wow. She just had on something I did, wouldn't think that she would wear. Mm. So when that, that happened, that really hit me. Right. To say that uh, so, something's not right. Right. Sometimes it's, it's subtle things that happen and, yeah. you know, you just don't even realize that there's an issue. So you don't even go to seek help or anything like that because... You just think like, okay, well, it's just an off day. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then, yeah. Really but that, yeah. that really hit me. That made me say, you know what? 
Right. So something's not right. Right. So, so how did that impact your life with her changing? Because she changed and I'm sure that made you change and change what you did or how, how you looked after her or, yeah, you know, yeah. how did that impact you? Well, well, for one, one thing I had to just try to figure out what's going on. Mm. So I found myself um, talking with her, her pastor um, asking her pastor if she noticed anything about her. Um, so I found myself just really checking behind everything she did, mm. you know. And after, when I started doing that, then I really started noticing things. Okay. But I would contact the doctors and talk to them and tell them what I've been noticing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all they say is, oh, well, it's dementia. Mm. Right. Okay. That's it. <laughs> what does that mean? Right. Exactly. What does that mean? Right. What does that mean? Oh, there's, uh, there's some pills that will slow it down. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, what does, but what really, what does that mean? What does that mean? Exactly. Is, is she going to be able to function or, or again, yeah, what role do I have to play? What do I have to do now? Well, you just have to watch her. You know, they, they weren't that helpful. Right. And I, <laughs> and know? I got the same, I got the same, the exact same, yeah. like, and, that helpful. So you just had to kind of, right? You know, and so yeah. you know, you talk to the rest of your family, mm -hmm. tell them, you know, look, look what's happening now. Um, right. But you know, you still don't know what to do because right. you just have to kind of wait until it starts to progress. Right. So you didn't have, you didn't have a way to go. You didn't have a point person or somebody. You didn't know to go to um, a social worker or to go to any kind of organization, the aging. And see, you, you just didn't know. To, oh. See, that's what this is about. So people can just like somebody sees these subtle things in their parents and they don't realize it's, it's anything. Right. And, and also, you know, just like you said, the doctor said, oh, it's dementia. We have to know to ask more questions. Yes. We have to know that we have a right to ask more questions and he has to expand, expound on that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but sometimes you don't know the questions to ask because it's like, okay, you don't understand this disease or whatever. You know, we used to think senility is just something that happens and they forget a little mm -hmm. bit and they bounce back or they come back and they're okay. But this is a progressive thing with dementia. So it's kind of difficult to um, know how quickly it, it will progress. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's one of the issues like, okay, it's going to progress, but how quickly you, you don't know. Everybody's different. Right. So did you have family support? Did you have, I know your dad was there and you have your sister. So did you have family support or was it outside support? Uh, it was mainly family support. It was uh, me and my dad, we really did most mm -hmm. of the work. Uh, my sister who you know lived out of town, she was, she was helpful as well. And then we, we had a few, a uh, couple of family friends that would help out because I um I, I personally have had a very busy life <laughs> so um, <laughs> so um you know I would take care of my mom you know day in and day out what would you say after going through that experience and not being um 
prepare because how do you prepare? You don't know when that's going to happen. But what would you say in hindsight to to people who um, maybe are not going through that, but their parents are a little older or something like that? Is there anything that you would say and give any kind of helpful suggestion, advice? Well, the main thing you must do is just pay very close attention to your your parents and your loved ones. Any any change in their behavior, uh, you know, their routine, you know, just 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 stay focused on that and make sure everything's okay. Um, mm-hmm. And if you you know you can talk to their doctors. You know, I think doctors are a little more informative now mm-hmm. than there were than there were even a couple of years ago. Because my mom only passed like three and a half years ago. I think you you get more support at the doctors with the doctors and at the hospitals now. Uh, there, there are lots of support groups, especially dealing with dementia and Alzheimer's. I know I I attended a, a couple of um, support sessions. Okay. So it was, yeah, it was, uh, as a matter of fact, it was with uh, Eve. Uh, your, oh, okay. Your guest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it was helpful. It's nice to, to at least be able to talk about it, mm-hmm. but yeah. every situation, you know, is, is different. You, you know, your parent was different from mine. So. Right, right, right. So, so let me say, let me ask this. Okay. Um, if, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but if mm-hmm. today it's Mother's Day coming up, and if you had this one, how this one holiday with your mom this year, if you could have it just with her here again, what would that look like? What what would what would happen on Mother's Day if she was here with you now? What would that look like if you could do that? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, my mom loves, she loves the simple things. So it wouldn't be hard to please her on Mother's Day. Uh, she would she would wake up to a, the, the biggest bouquet of flowers because she loves flowers, loves flowers. Um, of course, it, it's on a Sunday, so we would go to church together. Either she would go to church with me or I would go to church with her. And because she, she enjoyed coming to church with me, but I think on this particular time, if she was here, I would go to church with her. Okay. Loves the Lord. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, um, you know, and just, you know, come home and, and make sure that she spends time with, with her family. Mm-hmm. And have a small family. I would make sure she definitely would spend time with, her, her, she has a great grand. Oh, wow. Which I know she, yeah, she has a great grand, so she would love that. And, you know, we would cook dinner and, and, and I would probably serenade her with my bass because she loves to hear me play bass. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. That's sweet. Very sweet. Okay. And, okay. you know, she just, she would just want to, to sit and talk and just, just be with her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I miss that lady. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But she's still with you. She's still in your heart. Yes, and keep the memory alive. And we just 
grateful that you're able to share the story. You're kind enough to share the story because um, some people may um, learn something from this and be more pre prepared or proactive and check on their parents. And, um, you know, it's just human nature to, you know, especially when your parents are doing stuff and they're independent, you know, yeah. for you to think that, okay, they got it together. It's okay, you know. And um, you never know when it's going to happen. And just telling people that things to watch out for is helpful. It's very helpful. So thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, thank it's, you for. It's a roller coaster ride for sure. It's a roller coaster yeah. ride. At, uh, yes, yeah. yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, you, yeah. know, you, you know, the whole gamut of emotions you will feel. So right. It's, you know, Emotionally. Mad, yeah. Scared, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's everything. Yeah. So we're glad that you um, shared that with us. And um, hopefully, you know, we can speak to you again later. Um, I, I would like to have something where we have a group of caregivers together and just to share things and help people and reach out to people and just, to, you know, to keep our mothers and, and, and parents and, and fathers and everybody, just their memories alive because they, they are part of who we are today. Yeah, that's right. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. And happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Same to you. All right. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. to the show, Ms. Sharon Davis. Welcome to Autumn is Here. We're good, glad to have you this evening. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Francine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad you're here to share your story with us. Um, let's get right to it. Um, well, this weekend is Mother's Day weekend. And I, I know that it, it is difficult because it wasn't so long ago that you've your mother has gone on and you were taking care of her and trying to get things done for her. So um, I would like to know if you wanted to just, just talk about it, express, you know, how it was when your mom um, was ill and you became the caregiver of her. Well, this June uh, will be a year. Uh, she just celebrated her birthday on yesterday. So it's been a kind of a mixed, mixed emotion season for us, but it's really been better than I thought it would be. Um, it was a long time, a lot of years of taking care of her, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of things we had to learn. And it's hard becoming a caregiver of someone who gave care to you for so many years. And it's hard switching roles. Um, and it's hard for, it was hard for my mother also um, to relinquish being the mother to being, in a sense, the child and giving care to her. But um, it was a learning experience. It wasn't difficult because she wasn't a difficult person. Um, it, it took a lot for her to relinquish um, that care and that, that amount of um, 
what's the word I'm looking for, um, for her. It took, it took, a, it took, a, took a lot away from her because it's like your pride is going, you, you, that's being taken away from you. You have someone to have to bathe you and prepare your food when you're used to being the caregiver. So from that aspect, I know she had to get used to us having to do that for her. But um, it, was, it wasn't a lot for us to do. It's like, I looked at it, it's our turn to give back for all the time she took care of us when we were sick and she had to wash us and she had to feed us. She had to take us to the doctor. So I looked at it, it was a time of give back. Okay. And it was a lot for her to relinquish that. So did you have find that you had um, any kind of challenges with um, trying to get her medical help or did you have everything in order? Did you know um, where everything was and her medical history and um, you know her wishes if she got, got sick or did you have a plan in place? Um, not so much a plan in place, but, and not that she really sat down and discussed you know, what she wanted, but just by conversations that you've overheard, um, she gave care to my grandmother and I was privy to a lot, lot of that. I knew that our family wasn't one to, well, we're going to put her in the, put you in the nursing home if we can't care for you. That was never an option. Um, it's like we take care of each other. Um, as far as her medical health, I knew what was going on with her because up until, you know, maybe, maybe 10 or 11 years ago, my mother you know, in a sense, took care of herself. She, I knew that she was a diabetic. I knew she had hypertension. I knew she had arteriosclerosis. But when you become the caregiver, I knew she was on medication, but I didn't know what she was taking. So when we had to start doing it, you learn. You, so now I'm going to the doctor with her. So you write everything down and you ask questions, you listen, and you learn as you go. So at one point, she she started forgetting what she was taking. She was good up and, you know, mm -hmm. for a long time, she knew what she was taking. She knew why she was taking it. So we learned that from her. So after a while she started forgetting and she'll say, Oh, ask my daughter. She knows, but everything you have to write down. Um, as far as her wishes, um, because we had to do a DNR when she had, a, um, one of her hospital experiences. And we knew that she didn't want to be on life support if she couldn't, if there was no hope of her being, you know, brought back and to be herself. I knew that she didn't want that. Do you think that that, that just benefited you and that would benefit other people to kind of like see how, how someone is taking care of, of their parent and kind of like passing it on, like either we should have these conversations because either you have the conversations or you learn from experience. And it seems like you learned from experience exactly. from watching her. So that was a exactly. good, yeah. So that was a good, good tool. That's how, that's how I learned. Yes. Right. From watching her. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's, and that's another watching way. Watching her and listening and just observing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so you never had the, the hard conversations because you, you were in general, you would hear her say certain things and you would know, okay, this would be what you want. So, so that was a good thing. And it, it seems like you shared this or, or, Everyone, your sisters and brothers, understood it. They they all understood. You you watched, you understood, and you knew where the plaid bag was in the back of the closet with all the insurance papers and everything you needed. Everybody knew where this bag was. If anything happened, you go get the the, the blue plaid plastic bag hanging on the hook in the back of the closet. That's where the, all the insurance policies were. When she got ill, how did that um, 
impact your life? Did you have to change schedules? Did you have to do anything different or extra? Um, did she live with you or was she on she you? She didn't live with me. She lived, um, she had her own apartment and stuff. I was the person that took her to the doctor. So therefore the appointments got scheduled on my day off when, you know, maybe when she three years ago, about three years ago, two years ago, she had um, a toe amputated. So that changed everything even more because now she needed more care. She was starting to decline, but she was still able to do things for herself. So we had, when she came home from the hospital that time, we had to make sure that that's when we got the home attendant for her because mm-hmm. my sister was still working. I was working. So someone had to be home with her. So it's taxing, it's stressful, um, but you gear up and you do what you need to do to get done what needs to be done. You know, some days right. it's it's tougher than others. Um, sometimes you come home and you cry because you're so stressed out, you're tired, and it's hard adjusting to seeing the change in her, mm. you know, so that, that was tough. Okay. So how is that um, emotionally? Emotionally it's and emotionally mentally, how draining. is that? It's draining. It's emotionally, physically draining because first of all, I had a hard time accepting the fact that my mother was changing. I had to accept the fact that this strong woman that we knew who was the patriarch of our family is now changing and she's dependent on her children to give care to her and to see her and think about all the things that she would do for the family and just never being tired. And you never seen her stressed out per se. And to see it change, it was, it was emotionally draining for me. And then some days I was just tired and having to be the one that, you know, made the decisions for her. Mm-hmm. It was hard sometimes, you know, you're signing all these documents and you're signing all these, these um, releases and different things. And this is your mother. If anything happens and at that point, you'll say, I said it was okay for them to do this to her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so that was hard a lot of times. So did you, um, have any any thoughts about like times to make decisions? Did you have any thoughts about having any support or any support group or therapy or anything outside that would help you get through the situation? I know that you work with the agency for a home attendant, but was there any other kind of support um, like from the aging department or any kind of support from any kind of group that helped you? Um, I didn't really reach out to any of those groups. I had some family members who dealt with stuff like this. So we kind of talked back and forth. And so any, nothing was really out of, out of a realm of us understanding what to do where we needed to reach out in her circumstance to an outside agency. Oh, okay. So you, but you had a lot of family, family support. So, that, so that's great. You had a lot of family support. Yeah. So you're, you know, one, you, you, you all communicated one, you saw your parent doing that for her parent, then you communicated and you and your sisters and brothers communicated and understood where things were. And mm-hmm. you also had a, a, a surrounding village around you to give you that support. So you didn't mm-hmm. need to reach out to 
um, to an agency. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful to have that support. Have that. Right. A lot of a lot people, of people don't, don't have that sort of support. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it makes it makes it harder. It makes a difference. It make, yeah, it makes a big difference. But I'm glad that you had that support with you. So I know that this is um, Mother's Day. So I wanted to ask, um, if you mind, if you if if you don't want to answer, it's fine. But I wanted to ask that if you had her this Mother's Day one more time, if you had her, what would that be like? What? How would you celebrate Mother's Day? What do you envision if you had her? It would be a large bouquet of flowers because she loved flowers. And it would be some sort of treat that I would have to appear at the door with. It would be a cobbler, a piece of cake or whatever. It wouldn't be French fries today on Mother's Day, but it would have to be some sort of sweet treat because she'll be looking and she'll get so excited. Her face would light up when you brought her flowers. And then after she admires the flowers, it's like, okay, so what you got? Did you bring me some treat today? And she would sit and it would mean the world to her. And then you get your hugs and the kisses. You'll just hold her arms out and she would want her hugs and her kisses. I think that's what I miss the most and her smile. And she'll, she'll hold your hand and she'll just pat your hand. She'll just pat your hand and she'll squeeze her hand and she'll say, I'm glad you're here, baby. I'm glad you're here. You gonna stay here with me today? And I said, yes, mommy, I'm gonna stay here with you today. And we watched some of the most crappiest old shows on TV or whatever. And she would, it would just be the fact that I was there. And then the hardest part would be at the end of the day, you going home? Don't go home. You can stay here with me. You can spend the, you can spend the night. You can get in the back of the bed, the backside of the bed with me. And I would say, if I don't go home, I can't come back. And she'll sit. Then she says, you know, that's right. If you don't go, you can't come back. She says, okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's yeah. what I miss, would miss the most. And I, you know, sat and thought about that. And um, right now, it doesn't feel as hard as I thought it would be coming into this season. And I'm grateful for that because the memories that we have are good, you know, and it's pictures and it's memories. So it's, it's, it hurts, but it's not painful, which makes a difference. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I'm glad that you shared that story. Um, everybody has a different story and I'm glad that you shared the part of, well, you know, just that you had a support system and maybe others can start putting that together yes, so they can important. have, it's important to have that. So it's, I'm glad that you had that. And um, thank you for sharing your wishes um, with us. And I appreciate that. So um, just, I just pray that you, this Mother's Day, you have great memories of your mom and you just remember and do something that she would like to do yes. to keep her keep her memory alive always keep her memory alive thank yes. you so much i appreciate your time i appreciate thank your story you. thank you thank for you. having me and happy mother's day thank you good night, good night.